The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The Asian Avengers, so weak. The Asian, <laughs> Asian Avengers, so weak, so so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa, whoa! There's five Asian guys together. Got wow! Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Asian Not Asian, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Shout out to our network, uh, Listening Party and Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on listen uh, Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot. Put it on Instagram stories. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. And um, write these words. Hey, guys, I'm a virgin. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Listen to this podcast. Write those words exactly. Um, also, if you're an iTunes listener, please leave a review because uh, we're almost at like 600. Almost there. Almost. But people have not been reviewing recently. Yeah, man. We need some more reviews. We need more reviews, dude. So get on that, guys. Get on that anals. And by anals, we mean Asian, not Asian listener. Not the yeah, yeah. Not butt sex. Um, we need let's see what's going on today. Oh, yeah. Story of the week. So this is, it's been a couple weeks already, um, but I was in LA for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I was in LA. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. You knew. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just playing along. <laughs> um, and I had a very... Um, I went out there for like a college show, but I had like a very interesting experience over there. Um, You've been to LA before. I have, but this is the first time I was like doing real comedy shows. Okay. And I also like, you know, you know me going through my identity journey, okay. you know, trying yeah. to find out more about my people and okay. stuff. So I had a whole <laughs> thing. So um, when, I, when I got there, first of all, I'm like poor now. So I was trying to save money. And so I took the bus from LAX to Union Station. Was it completely empty? No. Oh, uh, really? It was on a public bus. It was called like Flyaway Shuttle. Oh, so it's I see, like I eight, see. It's like eight bucks or whatever. The, but uh, yeah, LAX is a fucking nightmare right now. It, yeah. I, actually, the airport itself didn't look very new. It kind of, I, I felt like a, like, a, like I don't know. You, you see the airport like in 80s movies. You yes. Know? Like it it's is, very 80s and It's 70s. very 70s looking. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah. So I, I take it, it to the, the Union Station and I'm like, okay. It's a 20-minute walk from here to my Airbnb. I'm going to save money and walk instead of take an Uber. So I fucking start walking. You walked in L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> I, I walked in L.A.? What do you mean? People walk in Nobody L.A. Nobody walks Nobody in walks L.A. Nobody walks in L.A.? Nobody walks. Well, that makes sense. Especially because, and I've, I've uh, it's, it's that like, you think it's a straight shot, yeah. and then all of a sudden you'll be like on a freeway. And you're just you're like, oh, my oh God. fuck. Yes, that, but also... <laughs> um, I think everything because on the East Coast and in Ohio, everything is flat. So you're like, oh, three minute walk, no big yeah, deal. Yeah. LA, everything is an incline. So like, you're just fucking like, oh, you're trekking like hustling. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like terrible. But then it started fucking hailing. Oh my god, it was hailing in downtown LA. I was That's getting so punished funny. for trying to be frugal. So like, I was like, whatever. I'm wet. I get to the Airbnb. I go do some shows. I'm having a good time. And then I, I take, I, I took the public transportation there a lot. So I took the Metro Link or whatever. Okay. So I was doing that. Oh, so many fucking homeless people. It was ridiculous. For sure. Um, and then I got home late at night. And again, it was a 20-minute walk from the station to my Airbnb. Again, I was like, I'm going to save money. So I like rented one of those scooters, uh-huh. like those bird scooters. Yeah. Um, and I fell as I was riding it really hard 
on my hips. Did you? What, did you like hit something? No, it was like the ground was wet. Oh, I honestly, see. it was yeah, so yeah, embarrassing yeah, yeah. because I just like I scanned it. And it was like beep beep. And I literally was on it for like five seconds. Oh, I see. And, I and slid. it just got all crazy. Yeah, and it was right right in front of like a parking lot too, like a parking garage. So I couldn't get. I don't know. I, it was very dangerous. Yeah. And it was like as I was falling, my thought was like, this is the most like on brand way to die right yeah. now. Uh, if what I, a hilarious. If way I to died go. on a scooter, like man, that's Fumi right there. You know. <laughs> um. So that happened. But then like I had this whole introspective thing. Second second half of the trip. You know, I yep. was um. You know, I was like doing comedy. I was like writing and stuff, and then I was like, you know what? I was staying near downtown LA, which is near Little Tokyo, which is near let me, yeah. the Japanese American Museum. Yeah. So I was like, let me let me just check that out. You know, okay. we've been doing this podcast for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm always down to learn. Sure. So I go in and um, you went to the museum. Yeah, I went to the museum. Oh my god, I was alone. That's the worst part of this whole thing so far. <laughs> but uh, it was thirty five dollars. Yeah. And I almost wanted to be like, is there a discount for Japanese people? <laughs> <laughs> you got to pee in this cup first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pure blood. Have some yeah, of yeah. this soy, this <laughs> fermented soybean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how Japanese are you? How Japanese are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make you eat natto. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll, get, like, you'll get kaso easily. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I would, I'd gladly say I'm not Japanese. Actually, could I pay more money could to make sure money? I can't come inside? <laughs> this place sucks. Um, <laughs> so I went in and... Um, you know, I was like re- reading about all like the immigration stuff, and um, yeah, dude. There, there was this one thing that was like, you know, I, I always get emotional when we talk about Asian shit. Yeah, you know, man. I'm, I'm always crying, and I, I started crying because uh, I was reading this one thing, and it, it was it talked about like different kinds of immigration, uh, you know, Japanese immigration to the U.S. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, there are like people who moved to Hawaii, people who moved to California after before the war, and then at the very end, they're like, but a lot of people, a lot of Japanese um, entrepreneurs and businessmen moved here in the 80s and 90s and decided to become permanent residents. Hey. And I was like, oh, that's me. And there's a picture of you, and you're like, <laughs> like hey. hey. I, and some of them got hurt on a bird scooter. <laughs> it's just me. Bunch of pussies. Yeah. <laughs> there's a picture of you falling on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh. But uh, yeah, I started crying because I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever gotten a shout out in a museum before. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It is crazy, right? Yeah. It's, I never thought, like, that's not even something I wanted or, you know. You don't realize how little the society or whatever talks about you until you go somewhere and you're like, Oh, this must be what white people feel all the time because yeah. they're learning about their history. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, just like, oh yeah, sure, I got to read about well, gold rush. Even or with like, um, you know, Japanese American history, I, I read about the Hawaiian immigration, and I'm like, right. that that that, is, that sounds so foreign to yeah, me. Yeah, that he, sounds more yeah abstract. To right. Me. And then, but then there was like this thing specifically about like businessmen. 90s becoming permanent residents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You showing up, you talking. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, interesting. It, it, I mean, there were a lot of things in the museum. I only got like two sentences, but it was good. <laughs> those two, I mean, <laughs> hey, I paid more than nothing. Yeah. So that's that, why you paid 35 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> I uh, went to, when I was, uh, last time I was in Paris, <laughs> I went to the war museum and like okay. France being France, they have a huge war museum Yeah. just to commemorate all the horrible things they've done. <laughs> but where I was going through the World War One section and... I get to this picture and you know during World War World War One, France like called on all of their colonial forces like so they had so, like all these colonies had to all these people had to die for these for this oh, for white French. for this white war oh. so they sent all these people right so like people from like Africa and Africa like. but a whole bunch of people from at the time they called it uh, Anam which is like the Vietnam region mm-hmm. you know it could be Cambodian as well you yeah. know whatever whatever right and there was a picture of these uh Vietnamese soldiers, right? You could be, they could be Vietnamese, what we would be considered yeah. Vietnamese now. And they're like in Western uniforms and yeah. they're in Paris and they're standing there. And I swear to fucking God, the picture was a guy 
it was me. I was like, <laughs> you know, it, you know that, you know, in, uh, you know, in uh, The Shining, when yeah. the guy, you know, when the guy Jack the Nicholson dies, yeah. yes, yes, and yes, he's yes. in the picture. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and I'm looking at this picture, and he and he's looking at me, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, that is me in this picture. Like, oh my god, it's so crazy. You start crying, dude. It was like, like so re- weird. Representation. And I was like, man, I hope that guy bangs some Vietnamese. Pro- I mean, uh, some some Parisian, Parisian prostitutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or something did something. <laughs> Because he went all the way to Paris and had to fight in the fucking trenches. Yeah, but dude, it's crazy to go to uh, yeah to see like something like that. And be yeah, into, in a museum. absolutely, absolutely. So that's um, crazy. I had a great time in LA, and uh, you know we'll be back there in June. June. So be on the lookout we'll for that. We'll be back there for June, June doing our live show. Absolutely. Okay, let's get to the guest. Our guest is impatient. He's been hearing our stupid stories. Yeah, yeah. And um, dude, the guest today is uh, he, he's a new friend of mine. He's a friend. I don't have many friends, so this is this is big news. But I, but I met him, <laughs> but I met him on a Fung Brothers shoot, Fung a Brother, separate right. one I did that wasn't with you. Right, he's a content creator slash producer. He went to NYU Tisch. Ever heard of it? <laughs> any people? <laughs> he's also a b boy. Ah, and he's also a frat boy. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a cool frat guy. boy. Hold on, shut the fuck up. The we fuck haven't up. talked. We to haven't introduced yet. Oh. So really excited to talk to him. Um, let's get excited. Let's start clapping. For the amazing Yosuke Hoshiyama, oh. yay! Thanks for coming on the show, dude. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Um, I like that when you walked in, you um, introduced, you mispronounced your own name to Mike. I did. Yeah, you noticed well, that. What did, well, I don't know. It, however, you want to pronounce your name is how you pronounce your name. <laughs> so there's no pronunciation for me. That's very true too. Uh, so I go by many different names. Uh, Ryosuke is actually my. Oh, if you actually call it through Japanese, it's Ryosuke. But, you know, Ryosuke is like the best English kind of equivalent to it. But even that, you know, white folks usually have a hard time yeah, yeah, pronouncing yeah. it. So Ryosuke just becomes Ryo and Ryo becomes just R. I had a lot of nicknames growing up. Like, I was called Whiskey at one Whiskey? point. Why, why did you start there? I was called Runescape, Ricecake. Ricecake? Yeah, <laughs> just, a lot of, just a lot of really cute, interesting names. But, you know, I dig with whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the R-Y pronunciation is difficult. Because yeah, right? yeah. even in Street Fighter, they say Ryu. Yes. But it's actually Ryu. Right. We, yeah. For a long time, we said Ryu. That was pretty. Or yeah. Actually, you know what? For a long time, we called it we called him Ryu. That's oh, Ryu. Yeah. That's right. Which, I mean, I you know, it sounds tight. It sounds, it it sounds, sounds pretty tight. tight. Okay, sounds pretty so, tight. okay, so we got, we got Ryu here. <laughs> uh, He's got to Street Fighter mode. No, on, right? Yeah, exactly. Right here, right here. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, this man. is Thank cool. Um, I want to start with um, how we met, dude. Sure. So we met on uh, we did a Funk Bros video together. Yes, we did. And uh, it was a miracle that you were there because you saved <laughs> the shoot. Because uh, Mike, you've done a couple of these videos. Yes. You know how it is. They want to talk about history and shit. It's all crazy. Yeah. And you know, look, I, I don't know anything. I'm, I'm just going to museums at age thirty. I don't know anything, right? So they're asking me all these intense questions about the history of like Japanese curry rice and all this shit and I'm, I don't know how it got there you know <laughs> but luckily Ryosuke here he was a history major and he worked in media and so he like knew the history of why Japanese people like to eat curry and shit why, and you, why, why do where did that come from because like Vietnamese people also have um, a curry dish mm-hmm. And I always think about that because we and we eat it with like French bread and we're saying and I'm Whoa, like it's, it's all crazy and That's it's very cool. similar. It's called cur- you guys say curry. Yeah, we call it. Oh. It's called curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm always like, where did we get this from? And so, anyways, I, I, I actually don't know my the Vietnamese one, but what is the Japanese one? I'm pretty sure it's all around the same. I mean, if you think about it, curry originally uh, originated from India, right? You sure. Know? And so you know, 
British being the British and you no know, being the global superpower they were, trying to fuck up everybody during you know, the good old 1600s. Yeah. You no, know, brought whatever they had from one colony to the other, and so they brought curry from probably traveled that through Vietnam and then all the way to Japan. And so when they brought it to Japan, you know, Japanese people kind of localized that and kind of made it their own kind of thing. You know, so Japanese curry, if you if you taste it compared to like Thai curry or Indian yeah. curry, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, it's not as like spiceful. It's not as like no. Yeah. It's not as like uh, flavorful, but it's, it's sweet, more yeah. sweet. It's more, more sweet, sweet and savory. You know, and that's because Japanese people have that kind of like taste palette you know they have oh, they like that shit. kind of just like subtle like savory uh, element to it um so what you're saying the curry we're eating is uh like the brit's version of the curry it's like a japanese brit version of interesting. it interesting you know? like interpretation of it you know it's just like how yeah. japanese people like make a lot of like you know ja- they like they like to japanize a lot of japanize, like, japanize a lot yeah. of stuff you know um, yeah no it makes sense i mean vietnamese people we like we're doing that and then we're just all of a sudden we're just like let's throw some french bread in this motherfucker yeah, yeah why yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. not you know so when i first met you i feel like we clicked because and you know correct me if i'm wrong you could be like this guy fucking sucks but uh <laughs> no, i feel like we connected because we kind of have similar stories in terms of like upbringing but you did it in a different continent that's right. True. So that's you're like, were you, were you born in Japan? I was born in Hong Kong. Were you born in Hong Kong, I but was. you grew up in Hong Kong. I grew up your in Hong entire Kong life, life as a Japanese person. Yes, sir. Right? What your what your family do for like? So for a living, my parents do you know your traditional Asian kind of uh, stuff. My dad was you know one of those Swiss bank guys. Oh, you know traditional Asian Swiss bank. <laughs> my dad is a mailman. Okay, my dad is working. Cl- he worked at Seven Eleven. Okay, Swiss fair, bank fair, that. Fair. Okay, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> As in, like, from no, where, where no, I'm from, I get you know, you. like, international Got context, it. you know, yeah, obviously, I come from a very privileged place. I'm very, I try to be more, uh, really humble about that. You did your whole schooling in Hong Kong. I right? did my whole schooling in Hong Kong, yes, Whoa, sir. so then, and then, so you spoke br- English, British English? I spoke English, British English. I uh, did speak a little bit of Chinese here and there growing up, but oh. then, you know, I think, uh, I think I had to prioritize Japanese, you know, okay. being able to kind of keep that mother tongue of it. So um, you spoke Japanese at home? I spoke Japanese at home. I think, no, definitely that was kind of the language that I was only yeah. allowed to speak with my parents. I think being able to retain mm. that, you know, and growing up as a Japanese kid, you know, we call, we, kids like us, we're called third culture kids, you know, yeah. kids who are, you know, from one country, but born and raised in another, and then having to then relocate our entire lives when we came to college for here, you know, to be able to kind of readapt, you know, and I think growing up, you know, I never really felt like the sense of true identity, like, you know, Asian Americans, they, I, I, I understand they're struggling, you know, because they have this identity of, being, oh, I'm Chinese American, you know, there's this community, but like for us, people like me, there's not a lot of Japanese kids who grew up in Hong right, Kong, right? That's like a whole other thing, very specific, no. Did you have other Japanese friends? There were, there were a oh, few, yeah? there were a few kids growing up, you know, and definitely some kids I met through tutor school and like Saturday school and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but very little. Yeah, can I ask you something? Go for it. A little intense. I feel like, uh, okay, I, I started to um, sort of classify Japanese people I meet in my life as like woke or not based on um, how much they kind of know about the history. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, I, I, saw that I, I don't know like a, a lot about it, but I, I know enough, you know, and I feel like you do as well because you grew up in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like, is there, it's kind of like a white person living in South Africa. Like, do you get bombarded with like, Oh, you fucking Japanese! Like you fucking, you know, took over our plate. Like you know what I mean? Like because you're there, mm-hmm. and like if so, how do you deal with that at such a young age? Yeah, of you course. Know? I mean, definitely there were. You know, I think we we're lucky in a gener. We live in a generation where that whole war sentiment has kind of like you know drifted over the years. But you still have that kind of you know, especially with China, uh, with Hong Kong becoming more of a pro-China state. You know, you see everything mm-hmm. that's been happening in the last year with the protests and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything. You no, know, there's been a lot of pro uh you know pro you know nationalistic sentiment uh happening in the mainland 
Um, and I think definitely you feel some of the effects, you know, especially uh, I've had some encounters where people, you know, people, uh, Chinese people haven't been happy when I say I'm Japanese. They're like, ah, oh, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Um, it's very rare, though. It's very rare. And when it does happen, you just have to brush it off and be like, hey, man, no. Uh, you know, you just have to mind your own business. But, you know, definitely what you said about history, you know, there's a lot of things that Japan really messed up in, you know, with the whole, you know, imperialism, you know, it was just a backbone of colonialism, except in the modern day, which happened in Asia. And, you know, Japan's argument is that, oh, we only did what, you know, all these European powers did in like the 1600s and 1700s. But even though what they did, I mean, in war it's inexcusable in its own way you mm. know it's like torture and being able to come in and kind of take a sovereign uh, take, take, take over a sovereign country like that uh, you know there's a lot of messed up things that Japan did and I think to, for me I try to come up with a very neutral bias when I study these histories elements because if you think about it Japanese people aren't really told the truth even to this day in their education system right the, the government like it's not like they don't suppress the information they just don't teach it right like if you literally like open the Japanese textbook yeah, yeah. and like go to the chapter of World War II you'll find like three pages and that's <laughs> yeah. about it something and, uh, happened it's crazy it's, it's, it really yeah, is exactly. crazy but let's pages? go ahead to the 80s yeah. <laughs> and you're just like yo Walkman though <laughs> it goes from the war it goes to Walkman it goes from yeah samurais and then Walkman the rise of porn that part is tight yeah 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 Ah, oh, my back is killing me, man. Hey, Fumi, what is wrong with your back? Oh, man, I just, I don't know. I have this, like, really shitty uh, mattress from whatever fucking place. Oh, and, um, my little Japanese friend, don't you know that you need a good mattress I in know, order to make love I, to the beautiful world? I know, my, like, I can't make love in this bed because it's creaky mm. and it's, it's, it's killing my back. Uh. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can't even do, I can't even do missionary. I just, I, I lay in the back, like, I lay on my back like a mummy and nobody wants that. Oh man, you are no oh, the missionary that is uh, that make a baby Jesus cry. <laughs> What's your favorite position, Gino? Oh man, I love all sorts of different things, you know, because I've got a really good mattress, one that's really supportive, and I really like it a lot. You know what kind it is called? It what is, is it called, called? Helix, Helix Sleep, Sleep mattress. mattress. That's right. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Whether you're a side sleeper, hot sleeper, like a pleasure foam bed, with Helix, there's no more confusion, no more compromising on an average mattress. Helix Sleep was even awarded the number one best uh, overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Asian, uh, take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to 135 American dollars off all <laughs> mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Asian. That's Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Asian for up to $125 off. Ciao. <laughs> okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> Fumi has told me mm -hmm. that you were, you went to Tish. Yes, sir. 
That means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you were in a frat. Yes, I Which was. Which one were you in? So I was in the Asian fraternity called uh, Pi Delta Psi. Oh, you were a pineapple. I, what the fuck? <laughs> is that a pineapple? They, there's, there's, I th- uh, is that different? I think that might be a different okay. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, my... Didn't, uh, anyway, sorry. That yeah. makes sense. No, 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 no. It's cool, though. I mean, all these Asian frats have these weird like, Funny nicknames. Names. I think we were called we, we were called a different thing. But I, I joined an Asian fraternity because... Well, first of all, I joined a fraternity thinking that it was... You know my quintessential American experience. You know coming from overseas. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, it kind yeah. of is. Yeah. yeah. So you watch movies like old school. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, like uh, like I, I watched that Animal House growing up, and I was like all these like crazy like white people partying, and I was like oh I want the experience. You know I want yeah. coming here. Did you guys have you guys didn't have a house? Did you? Yeah. How does like frat NYU? How does that work? work? How does NY? I mean you guys NYU's color is purple. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. First of all, already lost all your street cred. What football team do you guys have? And then you guys have fraternities. I want to know more more about this. Oh man! So where did you did you guys you guys did you guys live together? We all live together. So I think where? Like, yeah, where's the house? So we had apartments. We had a bunch of different apartments, and we still do. I think we would all kind of like pick up and move. So no, there would be moments where we would all live in like Hell's Kitchen area. We find a bunch of apartments, and every time we oh, do parties, you live in an area. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh. and then for a stint, we would do like uh, downtown Brooklyn, and then you know uh, now I think it's like Lower East Side and stuff like that. And so you know it's, uh, I think. Because it's like you can't buy you can't buy a house in New York City. It's fucking it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's great, though. yeah. I was gonna say. Um, so pretty much we would do just apartment parties and kind of just like being able to switch it around and kind of you know make sure we cram as much people as we can without getting noise complaints and everything. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You no. Know, you know, it's 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 a fine balance, you know. But I think, to be honest, I would prefer apartment parties much better. You know, it's, it's easier clean. If I, some of the frat parties I went to, the state schools, oh man, dude, yeah. the floor was so just, grimy. Dude, I just them. felt oh, like yeah. those houses are exactly. Destroyed. It's just like I just felt like I. I you you didn't know. like that? I mean, I like that, but I wouldn't want to live in That's one of those. Do you, you know? have? Uh, do you have a nick? Did you have a nickname? I did. What was it? My uh, pledge name was Ruroni. From the anime. It's oh, Roni Kenshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roni Kenshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I've seen that. Yes, That's yes, an yes, awesome. It is. I love that. It's fantastic. It's the, fantastic. With the sword thing? Yep. The, the backwards? With the sword thing, oh, yep. Yeah, he doesn't okay. kill, right? He doesn't kill. That's, um, is that racist? I'm not sure. That's great, though. Yeah, where did, they get, where, where did you get that? <laughs> uh, that's a secret. Really? You yeah. can't tell me? I can't tell you. Yeah, but you graduated already, though, right? I graduated already. But, but you is know, this text still I'm the, sworn the by some code or whatever. Can I ask you, why, why did you... So you, you you had this image as a kid of, okay, what an American university experience mm. is supposed to be like. You you were watching old school Animal House out of being a frat. You come here. Why specifically an Asian frat? I'm not saying that's bad. I didn't even know Asian frat was an <laughs> option. Like, I just thought frats were all inclusive, although yeah. in the mm-hmm. movies, they're all white, usually. But when I first found out there's like a specifically... Asian frat, and I think there's also like a black flat frat too, yeah, right? Yeah, of, course, you? of course, of course. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, you know, they were sort of like divided like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what made you want to kind of go down that path rather than just going down like. I don't know tr- whatever traditional path? other NYU frats. No, of course, frats of course. That, I, uh, I mean, like I definitely consider it. Uh, you know, walking around there is this thing called Meet the Greeks, where you just go right. walk around and you see all these crews. And you're right. No, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, multicultural organizations that we see. You have the Black fraternities. You have uh, Latino ones. You even have like LGBT gay ones. You know, that are like uh, very centric in their own community. I think for me, I just the first people I met were these Asian folks, and I think. They were just like people I resonated with, you know. I, I didn't go with the intention of being, oh, I want to be a frat bro, you know. I want to yeah. be able to experience this. No, I wasn't expecting like if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it with people I respect and people I can you know who intrigue me. And I think definitely, you know, coming from, I think that came from the whole thing about being an Asian kid growing up in Asia, coming to here and meeting all these Asian kids who grew up in America. And I was yeah. like, wow, I relate to you on so many levels, but I also don't. Yeah, you know. And I just feel like there's just this bonding where I feel like there's something there, and I think that's good something possible. And I have no regrets. And I think being able 
able to meet all these interesting characters you know like some of my friends are like Chinese Americans born in Brooklyn you know or like you know these Korean kids uh, growing up in Wisconsin you know you have all these really weird Asians grew up all around America and I think hearing their stories and understanding them more and I think giving that opportunity in that gateway and I think like well I mean like I could have done the traditional like no white fraternity and everything but at the end of the day it's just like who you bond with and who you jive with right? you have such PR answers to everything what was your what was, hit me we gotta get the raw we gotta get the raw stuff it's, 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 it's Friday right. I assume that as a college student you end classes at 12 but hey guess what you also didn't go to class on Friday but <laughs> hey trick question so, Friday it's 4 you're getting some text messages on your razor phone. I don't know razor what year you are. You're, you're getting a text, <laughs> and it's like, bro, what are we doing tonight? Yeah, you know that's the the, the thing. You know, you know that's, that's, I got some. I got a pony keg. A you know? pony keg. I don't know. Oh, what what, what, is. what yeah. is going on? Yeah, what to hit how, me on the Friday? How do you guys What's happening on the What's Friday? On Fridays, dude. Oh man, dude, what give what me the give me the raw answer. Don't give me the nice PR. Don't give me the cultural things. I want to. I want to hear mistakes. I had the honor of rushing really? for this fat. Fuck that, fuck dude. That. No, no, you I woke up the... in jail. Okay, I had the honor of waking up in jail, and I discovered a lot about me and my brothers when we were being frisked by the oh police. Lord. No, oh I don't know. Lord, oh man. So there was there was one weekend where we went. It was uh, I think a week after we got initiated. Um, uh, we went to decided to go to Rutgers. We went to Rutgers a lot. I think definitely. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. We went That's to funny. we went to Rutgers a lot. Like you know, all these other state schools because I think. That that is they your typical like, college yeah, experience. They have, they have like, like the, the big infrastructure for that. They have like the DJ in the big basement. School, exactly, the, the tons big, of undergrad. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, sometimes when we're lucky, we will go to the state schools. And then one uh, weekend, we uh, joined our fellow brothers, as we call it, uh, who just uh, got initiated at Rutgers too. So we all met together. It was a lovely, lovely time. Um, and then so, <laughs> <laughs> are you lovely. sure you're a frat? <laughs> you are so <laughs> British. It is so. Well, we all met up. And it was quite a quite a lovely time. And then we all did Molly for four hours. No, okay, good. So Kazin, you're at Rutgers. So we're having a lovely time. There's horses and shit. So there's just there's, there's tea. There's there's this culture in uh, Asian uh, Greek life called scrolling. And what it is is that Whoa, if that? you're if you got initiated before somebody else, they can make you drink, essentially. Mm. So because we just okay. recently got initiated, pretty much everybody around us was making us drink nonstop. So it was me, I had a class of uh, 12 brothers uh, f- four of us came with me to Rutgers and then literally by like midday we were just like drinking this thing called jungle juice oh no which is this nasty ass mix of like Kool-Aid and yeah, fruit yeah, punch yeah. and vodka and oh, we, like, know. we know jungle it's, it's we know and so we were just there and then this whole time we were just getting scrolled and then no I have this little friend called Derek he's a short ass Asian kid and literally he just like he couldn't take anymore he was just I cannot I don't know I joined this fraternity. I see him just running into the the gra- the the garden in the back, and he starts climbing the fence of the fraternity what? house, trying to climb across. Trying to escape? Trying to escape? He's like, I can't <laughs> drink he, anymore. He's already in. The he was in the fraternity, but they were making him drink. They were making him scroll all night, so he can't do it. And, and he snapped. And he just snapped. <laughs> That's more like it. That's yeah. more like it. That's more like it. Wait, one more frat question before sure, we go move for on it. to something else. Okay, so when I was at NYU, I saw these girls. I actually, oh, I forgot about. That. I wrote this down. I went to um, a frat like. Um, welcoming party, okay. like a, like almost like an introduction party where they're trying to get Asian kids to rush for these events. So I was like 18. I I just moved here. My roommate was Chinese. So I was hanging out with a bunch of Asian kids for the first time in my life. And he was like, "I'm gonna go to this event. It's at uh, Jabon on Saint yes. Mark's in the basement. 
they gave us beer. We were all underage. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> um, but they had us, they had the guys, and they had like the women the running for the Asian female for t- uh, sorority. Uh, sorority. Yes. Uh, and they like yeah. made us do like these speed dating things. Huh. Yeah. So I just, I met a bunch of girls. And actually one of the girls there, we're still friends today. We did both obviously didn't rush. She's like an eye doctor now or whatever, but we're like, yo, <laughs> yeah. fuck this. We like Arcade Fire. Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, arcade um, Fire. Most Asian people didn't know what that was. Um, but these girls... They were fucking hot, bro. Yeah. And I was just wondering um, if you've hooked up with these women and what that is like. Go. <laughs> are you talking about like, like sorority girls or just like Asian girls in general? Asian sorority girls. What are they like, bro? Asian sorority girls. To be honest, I've never hooked up with an Asian sorority girl. I don't believe you at all. No, yes. I can see that. I I can see that. I, I think that's because I draw my boundaries. You know, I <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I, I I feel that there was like a thing where it was like because uh, f- uh, a lot of times you have a little sister and another one Mm -hmm. and then like their friends are like off limits yep you know you you can't like you know also like you guys are really close to each other and like you're supposed to like mentor the other person so there's like i remember one time i was uh you know i didn't i didn't rush or anything i found out there were dues and i was like no fuck that so i didn't do any (laughs) of those things but uh i remember one time um this guy called me it was like my friend my friend was a sorority in a sorority and then so her sister's older brother, the, the frat bro, called me and offered me money for my final paper, the final paper, like <gasps> the paper. He's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. I was like, I was like, there's no fucking way that I'm going to do this. Cause if I had failed that class, I would have been kicked out of school. Wait, 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 why would you have failed? Oh, cause they- Cause that was the final paper. It was like worth like 40% of your grade. Oh, and so okay. the sorority girl hadn't done the work. Oh, she uh, wanted, he wanted to buy it for her. So that um, she would pass. So that she would pass, and but then, then you would have to write a new one. I would have to write a new one, or just take it out. <laughs> and it was, this was like it was like two days before the class. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was like, on the one hand, I'm disgusted by this behavior. On yeah. the other hand, wow, man, you know, like yeah. that's really coming. Well, why you though? Because you were on the edge of passing and failing. Could have asked. Somebody. I don't know why. I don't know why they. I don't know. They, maybe they thought I needed the money, and I was like, there's no way. There's it was a like, phone call. Yeah, they called me and the Dude. guy was like, bro, duh, bro. And he, and he kept going up higher and yeah. higher. Bro, and I was oh, like, really? And, I, and there was no there was no amount of money. Because like if I had failed that class, it would have right. failed out of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care like what how much money I can I, I need enough money so I can hide from my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I would need to change my identity. Do you yeah, understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. So but anyways, I understand that there's like a whole system here. Yeah. So who did you bang? No, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Finally <laughs> wow. 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 uh, 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 broke through. Uh, no. uh, a gentleman never tells, guys. Oh, oh, damn of it. course. Damn of it. Course. This guy's good. The British guy. Um, so British. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about this before we go into our current events. Sure. This, this is a, we're going to tone it down from the frat energy. Frat energy was fun. We, when we did the Funk Brothers video together, mm-hmm. um, you had revealed this like really uh, intimate, like crazy story kind of family secret of oh, yours yeah, on yeah, yeah. camera and it's a little sensitive but i was wondering if you could talk about that yeah a little of course bit. of course yeah. no worries so uh growing up you know uh you know like i said i was uh japanese growing up in hong kong and you know my parents you know they didn't have the greatest uh marriage ever so you know growing up i grew up in a household they were fighting a lot and everything um and so they got divorced when i was what maybe 16 or something oh um, shit. and then so you know i grew up a lot you know i loved them both but you know i grew up closer to my mom and every time we were watching tv you know my mom would always make these comments about like especially like if they're like talking in the news about korean people or like korean subjects or whatever they'd be oh man don't don't listen to that like korean person or like oh no you can't really trust them and then that's that's some passing comments that you know like you, you know your parents would say you know like if a chinese person 
was like shit talking someone like right, 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 right. And then so you know, one time I think it was like Christmas Day dinner like two years ago, and I was in dinner with my mom, and we were just waiting for the food, and then I was just like sitting there, and I was like trying to kill time. I was like, oh, so mom, uh, just a real question. She's like, why, don't, why, why do you hate Korean so much? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And because she's like, oh, because they, they steal, they cheat, they lie. Yeah. I'm like, mom, that's a very stereotypical answer. Like, you can't yeah, really yeah. say that, you know, like you can say that about anybody. And then we got into this huge argument because she got really triggered. I got really triggered. We were just, we we're supposed to have this lovely, lovely Christmas dinner. Yeah, And sure. we, we were like, you know, I was waiting for my roast chicken to come and everything. Um, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to keep it lovely. This, exactly. is, this exactly. is very, very Japanese and very American. <laughs> exactly. <Despite> on, <laughs> yeah, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. And then like literally like five, ten minutes in the conversation, you know, my mom got super heated and she was like, you know what? If you love Korean so much, why don't you marry someone like your dad? Oh shit. And I sat there for a second and I was like, what do you what do you what do you what do you mean? Like marry like uh, another Japanese girl? She was like, no, dude, why don't you marry a Korean chick like your dad? Uh, and I was like, my, my dad's Korean? Yeah. What? What? And I, I find out this whole history that like my dad is actually Korean. He's like three generations Korean, so his like Great, 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 like his great grandfather came over to Japan and they just like married other Korean people in Japan for the last like 100 years. So, uh, what is that? What's the term for it? What, um, is he part of like the, the Zainichi? Zainichi, yeah, he's a Zainichi yeah. community. And, but like, the thing is, the weird thing is, baffling thing is, like, growing up, he never said a word about it. I knew somewhere sure. I was a little Korean, you know, I'm on, on one of my parents' side. But he's like, oh, you should be proud to be Japanese. You should be the. No, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's like, I, and I think I just like, you know, I was just brainwashed in thinking that, like, you know, Oh, like I had no idea, and no being able to kind of like it took me it took me a second to kind of come to terms with them. Like, oh, I'm actually half Korean. But if you think about it, at the end of the day, you know, it's like you have to understand. He's like, you know, like like Asian Americans, right? Yeah. Even though they're ethnically Asian, they grew up here. The yeah. only culture they know is like an American. The one, one yeah, exactly. Culture. And so looking at that perspective and seeing my dad, and I was like, oh, I can kind of understand why. You know, Japan's a country that gave him opportunities and kind of right. Like he just kind of exactly and that. exactly. So I think come to terms with that is just like you know. You know, I was like, oh, I, I guess I understand. I'm just surprised it took me like 23 years for me to figure out yeah. I was actually half Korean. Well, you know, we, ha- we had the um, we had Min Jin Lin on here, and she wrote this amazing book, Pachinko, which is about basically yeah. the history of your father. Uh, yeah. you know that that whole community. And funny enough, one of the characters becomes a banker. Yes, and he hides it. He hides. He hides it. Right. So like, I mean, I'm sure you know this, but it's very common for people to hide that. Yes, of course. Uh, if especially if they live in Japan. Of course, of course. I have um. I had a couple friends who like, uh, like I have white friends who like studied abroad in Japan, and uh, they said they all, a lot of them would tell me they would like become friends with like make friends at their university, and at some point like one of them would just be like, they'll get drunk and they'll be like, dude, I have a secret to tell you, like, I'm actually Korean, and they'll be like, and the white guy's like, who the fuck cares? But you know like, what? <laughs> but for him, it was like, I guess like they didn't like American people. Yeah, they don't. don't understand. Re- they don't understand mm-hmm. like. Right. You know, because it's like to, to him, it's like someone coming up to him being like, "Oh, I'm actually high five Irish or whatever." Right. You know, it doesn't mean anything to him. It. Right? Uh, are there even any Japanese people in Japan? I feel everyone's. <laughs> Is that what's going on? So did did you talk to your dad about it? No, I haven't talked to him about Dude! it. Yeah. Well, guess what? Guess Is who's behind the store? <laughs> so, and you were saying that your last name is made up. It is made up. You know it's made up for sure. Oh, now it, I know it it's made up. Well, how do you know? It's because Hoshiyama Star Mountain? means Star Mountain. And literally, if you ask any Japanese person, they'll know it's like a made up name. It's a very uncommon know. name. It's a very uncommon name. And it's like the kind of name where it, you know that's like it's someone who's ethnically Korean who. It made does up with sound it. like a name like. I would make up for a Japanese. You know Star Mountain, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, oh, uh, I gotta write this Japanese character. His name is Ryu Kenamura-chan. 
Totally got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. You know, we're like, you know, like any of the Harry Potter characters when they're yeah, Asian. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got Cho it. Chang. Yeah, Nailed yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay, interesting. Are you gonna talk to your dad about it? I should. I should. You got, are you guys not close? No, we are close. We just, I just haven't had the right moment. And to be honest, it's just like, at this point, it's like, what's Sort of like, what, what can you do like, about it? What can it? I do I about it? I mean, did it, you know? like, when you first, I'm just trying to understand, like, if somebody told me I was like half Chinese or something, I, I would just have like identity crisis. Yeah. Because just you built this whole thing on this one pillar. You know, mm. like it's like, what if you found out you weren't even Vietnamese, mm. right? Like it would really, I think it would like really undermine your life a little. I mean, I don't know. That's yep. just what I would assume. Like, did you, and you were so young, like, but it seems like you are kind of, you're fine with it, which is like fine. But did you have, like, did you initially like kind of break down or like do a lot of research or like, were you freaking out? Well, I mean, first of all, I realized why I started liking kimchi so much recently too. What? Like, <laughs> no, I, I was like, well, I had this like, like unconscious love for Korean food, which, you know, I started to crave, you know, no. After that, every weekend I was hitting up K-Town. I was like, I need to, I need to be part of my ethnic culture, you know? Um, but to be honest, like as much of a shock it is, you know, my background's already kind of a mess, right? Oh, like a Japanese kid who went to British school in That's Hong true. Kong, come to New York. It's just like adding a just little- Just add another add, one. Add, 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 add yeah. another one. Just like, what is the point? You know, Actually, the you're day, Jamaican. I wouldn't be surprised, right? At Do you want to go and check out Korean shit? You know, like I mean, more? yeah, no. But to be honest, you no. Know, like, like you said, a lot of people who are just like who find out they're like half Irish. They're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm Irish. And it's like for me, it's like I'm. I don't represent like. I don't kind of associate myself with mm. that Korean culture. Because even though I'm ethnically there, it's like Japanese mm. is still my culture, and I always respect Korean people and Korean culture and for what it is. You know, it's just I could never fake the claim to be it my own. You know, it's mm. part of my ethnic identity, but my personal identity is you know who I am right oh, now. Oh, but know? I feel like. You can claim it if you want to. If I want to, but then I need to be able to have the right to. You know, there's a difference between saying, "Oh, I'm Korean," being able to. You no, know, if there's one thing, if I can understand the language, know the culture a bit, you know, being able to mm. say I can represent myself, you know, as a Korean person. You know, I yeah. don't know. What do you think about that? I, Is that true? I think you. I think you. You. You can if you're interested in it. Mm-hmm. You know, we had on here Ed Popkopsky. He is a comedian, and he's adopted. So he was born in Korea and he grew up like, you know, with a, a white family. His name's fucking Popkropsky, you know, so I feel over time he's become more interested in, in that. It's almost, I guess it's like you can, but I see what you're kind of saying because like the home country might see you differently. You know, if I'm obviously you feel kind of like a little alienated from Japan and stuff like that, but like there is the... You know, you, you got you, you kind of have some claim to it mm-hmm. just from being born and yep. from the fact that like you know you're you're there's there's like a negative to it which means there must be a positive because like you know there's this whole thing with your mom right <laughs> your mom has a thing and then your dad had to had had to go through it and his family had to go through something so i feel like there there is a like an experience there if you were interested in doing it i feel i sound like i'm like selling you on a trip no to <laughs> but what about um, your grandparents you talk to them about it uh, on, on your dad's side I On guess. my dad's side So all I knew was I never met my granddad He died when he was my mad young When he was like 20 or something mm. But my uh, grandma she, uh, God bless her soul She's a sweetheart um, You know She passed away when I was like 7 or 8 But you know She was literally My angel of my life And like No I, I knew she was Korean somehow You know and You knew? I knew But like It's like I didn't know to what extent Because I was also really young You know and oh, I, you always knew you had some Korean I blood. I knew I had some. I just didn't oh, know. Like, my entire dad's side was all Korean. Oh, um, and so that kind of just like, took me by surprise as well, you know? Because there's a whole thing about, like, even, even my mom doesn't like me going around 
uh, telling people I'm Korean. You know, because my mom guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey Fumi, you uh, you a big cologne guy? You like a big smells guy? Um, I'm not, but it's because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I remember when I was in elementary school, this girl I liked got me cologne. Really? For Valentine's Day. I can't imagine that anyone would like you. <laughs> so um, I smell like butt. So I gotta, you know, my deodorant has to be real good. Yeah. You know, so I'm pretty excited about this new thing we've been doing. Yes. Which is Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Hawthorne.co. What, what is Hawthorne? Hawthorne is like smelling good 101 package, right? Guys, a lot of dude, straight guys, let's face it. We smell like butt. We smell like butt. We suck. Yeah. Um, we don't we're know what so we're dumb. doing. We're, we're, we're really dumb don't. when it comes to self-care, yeah. skincare, stuff like that. Hawthorne, you just go online, you take a little survey, and they send you all the products that you need. And uh, we got a box actually. Yeah, yeah. and what's crazy is like my package is different from your package because we we'll probably answer the sur- the survey differently. Right, exactly. Right? It's right. all personalized and stuff like that. So I think it's a pretty cool thing. People should check it out. Yeah, man. Check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E, and use my or our promo code, which is not Asian, to get ten percent <laughs> to get ten percent off your first purchase. That's right. That's Hawthorne. H a w t h o r n e dot. C-O, not com, but C-O, and use our code, not Asian, to get 10% off your purchase. Hawthorne.co. All right, let's move on to everybody's favorite favorite segment. It's Das, das Race, Race News. News. Um, okay, do you want to do this first one? I do. Okay. And I do want to kind of actually change it because I was going to talk about this at the top, but do you guys have any coronavirus stories yet? You know? Oh, uh, oh! Uh, my accountant didn't shake my hand, but it wasn't because I'm Asian. He just wasn't shaking my hand. Oh yeah, he wasn't doing it. Like in general. <laughs> well, he gave me a pound. He's like, I swear it's because you're not Asian. I feel now everybody, <laughs> everybody's doing that. Everybody's like pounding and or everybody's elbowing, like elbowing yeah. or like kicking. And uh, I had a, I I had a Corona store. I I assume that this was what was happening. So I I was commuting home, mm-hmm. and it's like a packed train. It's like the M M trains. It's packed. And uh, I sit down and there's this lady next to me and in the train, which is packed, there's like this guy, he's like super duper hammered and you can tell like, he's like, like you know, I, I don't know if he was a homeless person or, or whatever, but he was just, he was very drunk. Mm-hmm. And um, the, there's another guy and he's also very drunk. I didn't see him at the time because it was so packed, but I saw what happened <laughs> is he, he leans over and he just... Just vomits. Just vomits like wow. a massive amount of like what looked like mango slushy on the ground. <laughs> it just looked like it was like almost amazing how consistently orange and pureed it <laughs> it's was. Pretty. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is a you know pretty it's cool. art now. <laughs> so he just throws up on the ground and he gets up and walks out because you know oh, what? God. Why the fuck not? He was, <laughs> and like everyone in New York was like, oh, and like we got make the little like uh, you know uh, radius, the radius right around oh, it. My God. You know, some people are like okay with it and they kind of sit nobody sits right next to it but somebody you know maybe a little close to it yeah but i'm standing there and i have like a tickle in my throat and i'm just like oh shit i need a cough but i'm asian and so <laughs> this is a problem now and i'm like okay i'm like trying to calm down you know i'm pretty good at not choking so like i'm using my jujitsu i'm just like think about something else yeah just like it'll be okay control your gag reflex and i was like this is not gonna work i have to really have to cough and so i'm like coughing and i'm coughing into my elbow are you like, coughing a lot or is it just like a <clears throat> a lot 
A lot. Okay. No. For like, you know, I don't know, like 20 seconds of sustained coughing. That's know? a lot. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, there was I think like something. Maybe you have like, it. But then I stopped immediately right after the coronavirus. <laughs> only lasts 20 seconds. Is that what you're selling me? It's a temporary. I have the coronavirus, I think it's but only gone for now. 20 seconds. Yeah, now you got rid of it, though. So, no, it definitely wasn't the mango sloshy that was on the ground that was disgusting me. No, no, no. That was totally fine. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's the coronavirus, buddy. <laughs> So I, I was like, I was like, but then this, the lady next to me, you know, she gets up and she stands over to the other side. And I was like, well, that's just how it is. And like, yeah. I was just like, you know, the whole thing about this packed train, the, the vomit on the ground, the coughing. I feel now like I can never, I have to be like super healthy looking all the time. Like as soon as I get on a train, I just have to announce to everybody like, no, I'm fine. I'm just start doing pull-ups. Yeah. You know, yeah, or push yeah. Ups I'm and healthy. Just like, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I have to be healthy all the time. And it's like. To, Every, to yeah. prove to prove to prove yeah. you know and we were talking before the show mm-hmm. started was like you know is there like is there kind of like some anti-asian sentiment happening floating around because of all these things i do think so because i can tell that everyone is thinking about it on the train all the time there's people wearing masks there's people like not touching things everyone you can just kind of like feel it everywhere because everybody it's all in everyone's minds mm. and i feel that y- with that wrapped up in that is even if you know that it's like not logical to be that an asian person has it but as soon as you see asian i see asian person <laughs> i also noticed that a lot of asian people seem to be wearing masks and i'm like god damn it <laughs> it's not helping the cause yeah, come on brother you know yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. so i don't know has anything like that happened to you guys? well there was that article recently that, that was talking about like you know we have t- 22 confirmed cases in new york and it mm. showed a picture of an asian guy in flesh oh, yeah, even yeah, though yeah, the yeah. person wasn't even asian no it's a jewish person yeah so, so. it's like all that kind of like feeds into it but um yeah i mean ma- they've been mainly like jokes yeah you know it's just a lot of like haha you got the corona kind of thing. No, i haven't had anything i but you're right like it i am feeling it because i did have to cough on the train the other day see and I, I held it in yeah i just held right it in. i've you never done that before you gotta hold it in i've it's hold, funny, right? I've held it in like burps but not not coughs coughs yeah who fucking does that yeah who i gotta hold my jizz in you know yeah can't come you can't <laughs> what is that called um Oh, uh, edgy? No, 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 no. The mus, the muscle. Oh, the yes, I not flack, not fracking. What is it? Fracking. <laughs> <laughs> when you hold, when you hold the muscle to oh, hold, like the pull Kegel back the cup. thing. Kegel. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kegel, yes. but for coughing. <laughs> for coughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it, have, have you have you been noticing anything like that? Uh, no, I haven't really been paying attention. I mean, to be honest, I'm just minding my own business. I think my roommate recently bought like $100 worth of Amazon supplies. She's like, oh, really? she's oh, like, wow. oh, we need to buy like uh, wipes. We need to buy like toilet paper. Yo, uh, toilet paper is a big problem back in Hong Kong. Really? My mom's just saying like literally there were moments or weeks where like entire supermarkets were just bought out. Because people are just paper. rushing to the store. They're just buying up all these supplies because they're afraid that like, you know, you're they're not going to be able to buy shit. And so now like... In the Hong Kong, everyone's bugging out. Like you have to wear a mask. My mom said you have to wear a mask when you go out. If you don't, then you get like uh, called out on. Like you know, you get called out on. Yeah, you get called out on. Like you get called out if you don't wear a mask in public. You know, and it's just like people are working from home. People have been working home from weeks now. And I think oh, I did read that um, for the first time ever. Japanese people are working from home. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, it's just like they've never done it before, and it's just like creating this whole like thing because people like don't know how to do it, and they, uh, they have to talk to their kids. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god, my, I have a wife. <laughs> I got a wife. It's crazy. Um, there's this. Uh, so, so somewhat. This is this is not a Asian coronavirus thing, mm-hmm. but it is an Asian sort of, um, you know, story with tension. And there, there's uh, from this. There's like um, 
uh, I guess what happened, this is in this is in like the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. A, Bayview, uh, is that a good neighborhood? No. Okay. And uh, it is uh, in this, yeah, San Francisco Bay Area. And this um, this Asian guy was attacked. He was like, he was like collecting all of his, I, I, I think he was like Cans. collecting, re- recycling. Yeah. And he was attacked in this predominantly African-American neighborhood. And they eventually like arrest some of uh, uh, the people because of course like you know there was a fucking video of it and so they could see what was happening and what happened is um the da decided to drop the charges against two of the suspects in the attack but it's because the uh, asian man has decided to try to do what is called uh, a restorative justice approach so the summary here is san francisco district attorney uh, Chisa Bowden is withdrawing charges against one of two suspects arrested in connection to a shocking viral video that shows an Asian man being robbed. Uh, it's a very sad video. If it's you guys really sad. It's yeah. like, you know, it he's there. It's disgusting. And like, you know, th- you know, it, it's, 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 it's bad. Uh, Dwayne Grayson was arrested last uh, week in connection to the attack. His charges have been dropped in favor of restorative justice approach. So I didn't even know what restorative justice approach was. I had to Wikipedia. Yeah. So Did you know what it was? I've never heard of it. I know what it is. Yeah. So it's like, it's basically a complicated word for like let's talk it out. Yeah, mm. like they they're gonna get together and like just like just be talk about it. Yeah, that's but that's what the Asian guy wanted, I guess. Yeah, the goal is to share uh, experiences of what happened to discuss who was harmed by the crime and how, and to create a consensus. Yeah, th- I think this is interesting. I mean, you know, we see a lot like here in New York. There's like tons of, uh, you know. Uh, older usually chinese but not always like uh older asian people walking around and they're they're, like collecting all the cans and shit and like that's a big source of income and they're you know they're they're doing they're like a whole underclass of people yeah like they're all over the city yeah and in brooklyn and and such too and they're like you know moving their shit around so um you know it's it's pretty crazy and then there's like that there's a definite race element to it you yes. know, as soon as you, you know, went, this went viral on all the terrible channels like Twitter. So, like, you know, you see all the the, the comments on there, you know, like uh, black people and Asian people and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, especially with the coronavirus kind of floating around as well. Yeah, that's sort yeah, of yeah. attached as well to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do we think about it, man? Well, I think, like, this combined with like, a couple other videos that's been going around which are related to coronavirus. I saw a video of like this black guy spraying Febreze on an Asian guy on the subway. Oh, yeah. I think wow. it actually was in New York. And I don't know. I, I just think that when you post these things online, it Twitter does its thing. And I just don't know if it's like the best. It's not a good representation of... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. easy way for to, to pit two like races against each other. Because yeah, like, I definitely... Because yeah. I saw in the comments, they're like, hey, let's face it, like a lot of um, you know, crime against Asian people are done by black people. Like the, the people are saying... Right, right, right. You right, know, right, and it's right. like... I, may, I don't know, maybe the stats... I have no idea. I don't, I don't mm, know the stats. Right. But if you look closely at both of these videos, the one I'm talking about and this one we're discussing, these... These black men are yes, they're black, but if you look closely, they there's something wrong with them. Okay, they're yes. they're more they're crazy first, then they're black, right? <laughs> yeah, so, um, I, I you know I, am I gonna let these videos represent the entire black community like based on one crazy person on the subway? You know he's crazy because he's got like trash bags and shit on the subway, right? Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of those people. So, I think yes, it happened, but I'm always like try to, I'm very very war- wary when I watch these videos because I think it's very easy to get caught up in like victim mode yeah i definitely you know? think whenever you have whenever you see something especially now there's the event there's the, the thing that happens and then there's the viral reaction yeah and the viral reaction is like 
not it like not informed you you know it's 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 only reacting to the it's really reacting to the to the video it's not the people involved in the video yeah it, yes. it's not even the people it's actually just reacting to the video oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah and that is where you get into this whole thing where you can like oh it's, just, it's because of this asian thing or this black thing yeah i'm not even saying mm. there isn't some discourse that needs to happen because i do think that a lot of times asian people can be mis um can be you know they're a little bit more hesitant to speak up Mm -hmm. you know they there's a perception i think that they can you know be victimized and uh you know they they you know especially i think if you're an immigrant you don't know how to like do stuff with the police or like get your your word out there and all these things you're they're very vulnerable yeah but uh i do think at the same time it's like you know you don't want to get into the the, like uh, I'm angry, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, all yeah, because yeah, of yeah. this, you know. Yeah, That's absolutely. what the man wants you to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know, man. What do you think, bro? I mean, I think, I think, and no, something interesting I witnessed being here my uh, 78 years here in the U.S. that. You know, coming from Asia, right? We don't have the problem of Asians being racist Asians because everybody's Asian, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think here, you know, you have a history of, you know, uh, Asian American immigrants and Chinese Americans who came in the 80s having to experience that without no voice to mm. represent themselves. You know, mm. and I think we now live in the we live we live in an interesting time where it's like you can't go around and calling people that because you get video recorded and you get you know like called like you know uh, called out online. Mm-hmm. And I think definitely uh, you know it's good that we have that voice. You know, social media allows to give you that voice to kind of be able to fight against, you know, xenophobia and kind of be able to fight against, you know, these anti-Asian, uh, you know, attacks, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, like, every case is different, like you guys mentioned. And I think you have to really understand that a lot of it comes from just 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 lack of understanding or information. You have to realize that yeah, most of your yeah. average American doesn't know much about your average Asian American folk, you true, know? And true, I think true. being able to have that, for example, if I encounter someone which I have no idea who they're about, who their background is from, I would kind of be a little spectacle, you know? I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe this guy is just like someone, no, I shouldn't be around with. And I think you just have to understand their mindset. And I think the best, you know, I think, and you no, know, the whole diplomatic thing earlier with that conversation, I think that's a good way to progress. I think the best way to really get people to, understand and to be able to share information is to kind of connect with them on some sort of real level mm, right mm-hmm. and i think you know you see a lot of that happening with the whole like trump election and everything too back in the days just like there's just this lack of understanding between these various cultures and i think that's where this whole you know uh, me being in america i think you've realized that i've seen this country becoming more and more kind of you know very nationalistic leading you know and yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. because that there's just this lack of bridge between ha- between different cultures and there's like there's these videos out there that are just like out there for one community against another community. Right, 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 right. That's definitely not a way to really tackle this. I think the best way to do it, and especially with a pandemic like the coronavirus, which actually has real life consequences, you know, for us to kind of work together to find a, a good solution to be able to create dialogue, converse, and be able to kind of come up, come up with a bridge of understanding. You know? What a well-balanced answer. <laughs> I was hoping that maybe you would say something that would make us go viral, but no. <laughs> good answer. It's, um, it's pretty zen that that guy was like, because he was crying in that video. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. And then he's like, to oh, do that, yeah, we're talking about this. I, yeah. I think that's pretty. I mean, I, I do think that's sweet. I hope something I good really happens yeah. out of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because, like, I mean, even when I was watching that video, I, you know, like, I feel I know a lot about what's happening and all the sort of mm-hmm. the tensions, and I'm not excusing one group of people or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you, you watch that video and you. That's what I was, so, I was saying, you know, like people react to the video. The video is like very upsetting. Yeah. You know, you yeah, watch that yeah, and you're just yeah. like, ah, you know, but sure. you got to like kind of step, take a step back 
realize like the larger context yeah hold people accountable sure you yeah. know but like you know there's, there's a lot going so, on that's, that's why twitter sucks because it's hard to do that when you're just doing like oh, oh going, yeah. i hate that i know oh, i retweet yeah. Um, okay, we got the second story here. I do. We've been talking about uh, woke culture. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, man, yes. this is a good one. Uh, so in this one, uh, I'll read it. This is from The Hill. Uh, Trump store selling, quote unquote, woke merchandise as part of outreach to black voters. <laughs> so they got things like woke hats. Yes. And uh, black voices for Trump. I think it's black voice. It's just one. There's only that one guy. Only one guy. <laughs> T-shirts. Call, call from, him uh, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, T-shirts from his uh, campaign store as team works to expand. It's outreach to black voters. I like Colin Powell. I like that guy. Um, um, I see. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, Trump got, you know, you did the research here. Trump got 8% of the black vote in 2016, according to exit polls. I think I got more. Is, is that a lot? <laughs> I think I got Just more. Just from being you. <laughs> no, he got, he got, that means 92% no. So, like, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, why he, does he even want to reach out to them if he can't get them? Is it just for looks just to be like, no, he needs to have some, he needs to have brought have support some. because I think that he, I don't know. And, but I think that there's a bunch of people who voted for him, uh, who had traditionally voted Democrat and there's a lot of swing voters Yeah, and those people are not, uh, not safely Trump. They're not like, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to be like, for sure, Trump. You know? Right, right, There's right. Trump supporters who are yeah. like, they're just Trump fans. But they might be a minority. Like, in the media, they're everywhere. But are you saying that Trump supporters, like, maybe they don't make us... No, make the, Trump supporter, the Trump supporter, it's like it's like the Bernie bro. Or, like, you know, people who just vote... It's kind of like an anomaly. anomaly. Like, it's, it exists, but it's they, not they as big exist, as you think. But you can't, win the, you can't win the election just on that, just on the, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you, yeah, need yeah. To win, uh, you need to win all these broad states, like Pennsylvania, like a lot of the states in the South. Yeah. Those are all up for grabs still. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, one way, to, one way to do it is to maybe get two people, two black people to vote for you. <laughs> Making these rather hats. Rather than one, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I uh, think... But I, what, what's funny is that they use the word woke. And yeah. I think that's like, that's kind of a points to like a problem in the sense that like, you know, I, w- I've done some comedy shows now where they say like something, you know, it's like, it's woke this. And I don't know what woke means anymore. I feel mm. that, I feel that sometimes it's like a prerogative or pejorative, excuse me, pejorative. Yeah. Uh, I don't even I don't think of myself as woke I just have I've read some history books yeah and I, I try to be like balanced on a lot of things and I I do see see a lot of problems mm-hmm. but like sometimes people just throw the word woke around yeah you know I mean, that's like, exactly what's happening here yeah you know I throw uh, the I have the word woke on my t-shirt doesn't make you woke right I think <laughs> woke used to be like a set of mind now it's become a marketing term oh for sure uh, it's just it's you know you know it's it's like you go to Trader Joe's you see an organic sticker right it's like that uh, it's become that <laughs> it's, organic, it's just become yeah. like you just put it on there and be like Okay, like, also, like, I'm just trying to imagine a Trump supporter selling one of these hats to a black person without <laughs> being racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I know you. Yeah, I know you people like t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, he's a woke cat and some fried chicken. It's like, some fried chicken. Yeah, it's like everything is it's problematic. Woke chicken. Yeah. Woke chicken. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, you're you're a resident young person. Yeah. Slash fat person. Mm-hmm. Slash international <laughs> British guy. Yeah. Um. You know what do you th- what do you take what what's your take on woke? Yeah, and give us your non-PR answer, please. My non-PR part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Man, I I mean I think it's no, it's something that kind of represents you no know, certain communities. And I think woke I coincidentally, uh, you know, connect that to the African American community. I think that's something that they can own. They can kind of be able to uh, represent as part of their identity. But I think you're right in terms of the discourse. I think you know people have been interpreting. I think it's 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 like kind of. Uh, 
you know, it's like how you know for a long time, uh, you know, Hollywood has kind of taken Asian American cultures and kind of you know reinterpreted in their own way for their own agenda, oh, yeah, sure. right? And I think the same same thing happening here with like being able to these big, you know. Mm. Political establishment kind of being able to take one word that has a lot of cultural significance of it and a lot of very like you know rich you know historical significance and kind of just using it for its own agenda you know um, yeah this is like the cheap pal dress yeah exactly oh I words. see that's, yeah that's interesting. yeah 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 yeah, kinda, yeah yeah co-opting it yeah like, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah using like, oh. it for your own benefit without really understanding why you know without being able to pay its proper homage you know yeah. to they uh, every time you see like a Trump speech they always put like black 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 and Asian people behind him yeah. to make to like let's like show the world like, look at all got, these people yeah always yeah. it's always the same vietnamese mom i just it's, it's oh my god i'm always like mom what are you doing there <laughs> mom <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Of course, this was super awesome. What do you um, got? What do you? What do you? What do you got going on tonight, bro? Yeah, what are you doing tonight? Yeah, dude, dude. Uh, you're I like might, a good-looking, cool guy. <laughs> I might uh, hit up Rutgers again. You know, the, <laughs> <laughs> how would you guys get is. there? Would you guys take a, like a bus? We would take a train. We would take yeah. a train there, and then we would just like take a bus and we would walk. So it would be this whole two-hour trek, and it's <gasps> telling you it would not be lovely when you're hungover. Come back into the city. <laughs> wow, that was the worst experiences of my life. I wonder what happened to that guy who climbed over the fence. <laughs> I'm sure he's some, slow. He's some, some, <laughs> some say he's still running. He's still running. He's, he's still, still running. Like, <laughs> he's just triggered every time he sees an Asian bro. <laughs> uh, where can our listeners find you, man? You got a website? You got social media? I do. I do. You can find me on Instagram at hoshiyama.r. I have some content on there. Uh, check it out. Hell wow, yeah. Look okay. at that fake Japanese name. Exactly. The <laughs> Star yeah, Mountain, man. I love um, it. I love Star Mountain. <laughs> it's a sweet ass name. Yeah, that's cool. Um, cool. My name means safety zone, by the way. Oh, Does yeah. it really? Well, see, I have this whole theory. That maybe zone. I have this whole theory that my dad might be not Japanese because his family is so fucking secretive. Really? Oh. And when I read Pachinko and I, you know, Noah, Noah's character, you, sh- you gotta read that book. It's okay, okay, okay. Noah's character oh, see, is so secretive. And I was reading it and I'm like, this guy is my dad. Dang. And he started a family and like, he won't let me talk to his brother. So I don't know my uncle very well. Wow. I, don't, I don't know the history. When my grandfather died, he'd asked. He asked my mom's mom to not invite anybody to his funeral. What? And so only like four people showed up. And my grandmother on my mom's side was like, it was the saddest funeral I've ever been to. Like, I don't know why he did that. Like, none of his coworkers came. What the fuck? It's fucking weird, right? That's crazy. So I'm like, why would you? I'm just, um, maybe I should take a DNA test. Anyways. You should. Yeah. uh, Maybe we can be fake le- fake last exactly, name brothers. Exactly, there we go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Safety Zone? That's not a name. <laughs> 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 Why can't that it be like... That sounds like something like, like you're filling out the paper and it's like, so what's your name? Uh, uh, my name is <laughs> Microphone Lamp. <laughs> Nailed it. Microphone Lamp. <laughs> microphone Lamp. Yeah. Um, okay, you can also find us on Instagram at Asian.AsianPod. And I'm also on the rat, the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Come to our live shows. The next Hack City Stand Up Comedy Show will be March 18th. And if you can't make that one, April 15th, both Wednesdays. And uh, we're also doing a live podcast recording show. Live podcast show. It'll be real fun. It'll it's going to be, be uh, about it's love. A, it's going to be a love. Um, and uh, we do some fun podcast uh, games and we have special guests and stuff like that. So if you haven't been, please come check us out. March 26, 8 o'clock at Kanashi Market. Go to asian.asianpod.com for tickets. And, um, you know, it's a couple months away, but just mark your calendars. We'll be coming out doing a live show in June. In on June th- June, 3rd. June 3rd in Los Angeles. Los at, Angeles. At Dynasty Typewriter. So yeah, we are still figuring that out. Um, but Oh, like, we're on there. Whoa. Wait, we're on there twice. Are we doing it two times? That'd be great. <laughs> we're doing it twice, it looks like. What does it say? 
Asian Night Asian oh, Live. I, see, I, see. I mean, okay. Listen, I wanted to do two shows. The website has fucked up. There are two dates. It's the third. Don't buy tickets to the fourth, because I'm not gonna be there the fourth. What if we? What if we could do the fourth? Why would they? We could do also do. Uh, we could do stand up on the fourth. I know. I was thinking we could do it at a different venue or something. But anyways, we'll we'll figure it okay, out. Okay. This is clearly missing. But anyway, so, so uh, Dynasty Typewriter twi- June third. Uh, you can actually get tickets right now at DynastyTypewriter.com and just find June third and you see a picture of us on there. Yay! That's so nice. Um, Realsky, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show, man. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Me. Appreciate um, it. Yeah. Have a have a good one. Thank you for blessing with your presence. Yeah. Enjoy it's your a <laughs> lovely <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And uh, Anos, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.